0: Hello everyone, I'm Rachel and you're listening to Let's Talk Avatar. This is a watch through of The Legend of Korra. Isaac and I will be discussing each episode and giving our opinions on it. Just as a reminder, this podcast does contain spoilers for The Legend of Korra. This is a teen rated podcast, so listener discretion is advised. everyone and welcome back to Let's Talk Avatar. My name is Rachel.
1: And my name is Isaac.
0: And today we're going to be doing a very special episode. Instead of sticking to our Legend of Korra episodes like we should be, we're going to be talking about unpopular opinions in the Avatar universe. Yeah, and I
1: feel like it's a nice break from our regular routine. I feel like more people want to hear about, like, I don't know, other people's opinions on things, not just the actual show, like linear episodes if that make
0: sense yeah i agree that's how i felt at, at least when i listen to other people so we're just gonna hop right in and let's talk avatar Ooh. Ooh, um these part of these are coming from instagram because i put um a little question box on our story a lot of them are from our friend jackie and then we have some other people's and then i'm gonna pull some up from the internet so yeah let's get started Katara and Aang don't make a believable couple how do you feel about that what's your opinion
1: I kind of get where she's coming from because even in Korra when you see them in flashbacks or even like pictures I don't they look to me they just feel like friends kind of
0: yeah I feel like it was I mean I but then you see
1: Kaya and it's like okay and then you see all of them
0: I don't know. I like Katara and Aang together, of course, but I mean, that's what they want you to feel in the show. So you're rooting for them, but I get, I get the like unbelievable part of it or they don't really make a believable couple because it's kind of like, yeah, they're more like friends, you know? And it's like, of course, Aang has feelings for and has this like childhood crush, but I feel like Katara doesn't reciprocate like the same feelings, at least as strong as he does, at least where we leave off in the Avatar universe, you know? um the next one the story for the legend the legend i always want to say the legend core the story for the last airbender isn't actually unique or original
1: i mean yeah but you could argue nothing is original as well
0: yeah i i mean it's not it's not too original i mean there's something
1: it's very unique though
0: i think it's um i think it is unique but I all and I, I feel like a lot of people have based a lot of things off of avatar yeah, and so it kind of like takes away from the
1: uniqueness I feel like you can tell when something is super original and unique when you start to see other media after that copying it copying elemental it. okay <laughs> not Rachel calling me out right now um,
0: yeah um, but it is it is it's not too original with the theme i mean you have your bad guy your good guys like that kind of thing is not original but But it works
1: in terms of like a kid's show Mm -hmm. and what they were able to tackle like what kind of themes i feel like it's very original especially during that time of cartoons when it came out Mm -hmm. um
0: next one katara is a bitch 100% agree with this Katara is one of my absolute favorite characters love her to death identify with her but yes she is 100% a bitch that's a little
1: harsh
0: I don't think it is I don't think it is at all because to me like she is but she's also like sweet and motherly in the way that she is but she can also be like a control freak she
1: is because she has to be
0: I feel like she she doesn't have to be, it's just her nature. So she has to be because it's her nature, but it's not like, a, oh, I have to be this way because if I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Does that makes sense? Um, the next one, the great divide isn't as bad as everyone makes it out to be.
1: Here's the thing about that episode, in my opinion, the themes of it are classic. You know, we always need to hear those kind of stories where it's like uniting, especially in, in nowadays... Um, the current problems, but I feel like it just kind of fell short. If that makes sense.
0: Mhm. It's just like a filler episode that you're just like, okay, like that's how we felt about it. Was no, like, get me
1: wrong, I was super intrigued, but yeah, the Great Divide. The rewatchability of it isn't. I feel like it's not there. I knew what they were going for, but. It just kind of falls flat after you watch it a few times. Whereas the other episodes, it's like, this is so cool. Yeah, like
0: Boiling Park. um, Boiling Park? Boiling... (laughs) boiling rock part one and two are those episodes it's like man i could watch these over and over and over again the great divide doesn't hit that way for me (laughs)
1: yeah i don't know what this like love for the great divide is i'm sorry for all the great divide stands out there yeah
0: like if you love it that's to each their own and i am in full support of you loving it but for me personally not a fan same um next one momo is stupid and unnecessary
1: 100 percent agree
0: i think momo is cute i liked momo but I'd be lying if I said I didn't like Oppa more.
1: Well, and it's like, what does Momo really have to offer?
0: Besides, like, Sokka in a way of, like, comedic relief every so often. You know, or, like, that little, like, oh, here's a funny thing with Momo, I guess. You know, like,
1: I'm a... I appreciate that he's there and a part of the team, but it... The story—it's not like the story would fall apart if he wasn't. In yeah,
0: it. exactly, exactly. Like I don't—I don't mind Momo, but I'm not also over here like, oh my gosh, I can't imagine my life without Momo.
1: Same.
0: Um, book three of the last Airbender was a mess. Hundred percent agree with this. I love. I think the episodes are amazing. I love. I I love the episodes, there's some really great ones, but the plot line of season three is a mess, because it's kind of all over the place, you know, there's not like one set thing, you're just kind of like, we're over here, and now we're over here, and then we're doing this. I
1: love that about book three, I love how it starts out, everyone, like you just get the worst depressive feeling, and then from that they gradually get to, I feel like book three is where they learn the most.
0: Well, I, I'm not saying they don't. I think that there's a lot but of I, good... But I
1: think based on what happened in book two, the end of it, and all of what they've been through in book one even, I feel like it had to be chaotic and displaced a little bit.
0: Mm, I don't agree. But, I mean, I like season three. I love I love the episodes, but it is, like, too much. I don't much. really
1: see where it was, like...
0: It was just kind of all over the place to me. Like, Aang's going to fire... like fire they're going to fire nation school then they go watch the um ember island players then they are like boiling rock part one then Cora part one and two then you have cora finding the guy that okay the
1: Ember island players pretty much every show has an episode like that even game of thrones has an episode like well, yeah
0: but i'm just saying like it's kind of like random like they're great episodes don't get me wrong but it's just kind of random sporadic i guess you could say there was really no, like, we knew what the ending was going to be. We're like, okay, he needs to fight Ozai. We know that. But, like, getting there was a little crazy for season three. I don't, I don't agree know. with it. Okay. Well, that's why these are unpopular opinions. We share our opinion on it. Next one. Iroh committed war crimes at Bossing Sing Se needs to be put on trial as a member of the Fire Nation nobility. Yes. Hundred percent agree. I here's the thing. I love Iroh. I'm an Iroh stand. I, I don't love his anything
1: wisdom. Bad to happen to him. Exactly. At all.
0: But I think he is kind of looked at as like he's done no wrong. When you look into his past, though, he's literally killed people, committed uh, countless war crimes. Like, I mean, think about it. Pretty
1: much, almost captured Bossing. Yeah, he did. But also, he did help liberate them.
0: He did. But I'm just saying, like. I don't... I, I think we only focus on, like, the good that Iroh's done because it's easy, which it is so easy, and I love his character. One of my absolute favorite characters, but I think it is something that's not talked about in the fandom enough, you know? Like, yeah. we just kind of... It's like the elephant in the room. We kind of, like, walk around
1: it. Exactly, because I'm constantly thinking, like, Iroh's done some things. Yeah. But then you watch him in, like, book one and two, and you're like, he's just a good uncle, you know? <laughs>
0: hmm Um... Korra was a better avatar than Aang. I want to speak on this because this was... I had to think about this for a little bit. I like Aang better than Korra. I, in my opinion, I love Aang's character better than Korra. But I do agree that Korra is the better avatar. She's a lot stronger. She's more... More um,
1: fit for the job, I feel like.
0: She's more precise with her fighting, with her thinking. Like, when it comes down to doing what the Avatar needs to do, she'll do it. Where Aang was more... Of course, he's an airbender. You know, he's more spiritual in it. And I felt like if it were really up to him, he, he doesn't want to be the Avatar. He's only doing it because it's his destiny.
1: Yeah, now that I think about it...
0: Whereas Korra, even if she wasn't the Avatar, I feel like she'd want to fight to be the Avatar.
1: Whenever Korra is faced with a Avatar duty, there might be some kickback to it. But her brain and like everything about her is a hundred percent in it Mm -hmm. the the questioning part is just her thinking like oh I know I have to do this that's the only thing that she deals with Aang was like I don't want to do this
0: yeah like he fought himself multiple times saying he doesn't want to do it um the next one is a very popular one a very popular unpopular opinion I guess you could say which is Zutara is a bad ship now, this is the one unpopular opinion that I a thousand percent agree with. I don't under- I mean, I understand why people ship them. But here's the thing, you guys. A female and a male can have a relationship that is not romantic. Zuko and Katara can have a friendship that does not lead to anything romantic or sexual, like everyone wants to make it out to be, because let's be honest. A is who she's supposed to be with. So that's how I feel about it. If you are a Zutara shipper, I don't understand you, but I mean, like I said, to each their own, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and judge. I'm just saying I don't get it.
1: See, I used to be on board with your reasoning for it, but now that I've watched like multiple reactions of people like rewatching book three and all that and seeing how they interact and what their relationship is on the show, I don't know. I feel like she's just. Aang is just as fit to be with her as he is with. as, as Zuko would be with her, if that makes sense.
0: I don't agree. But here's my thing. Yeah, I'm...
1: Like, yeah, they would might be toxic, but.
0: But who cares? That's a toxic relationship. <laughs> We Rizuko love toxic has, relationships.
1: Zuko's not toxic in a way that he will, like, he's bringing everything down with him. He's going to burn his bridge. You know, he's, like, he'll learn from it.
0: Yeah. Um, and
1: Katara, he needs that. He would need that, right?
0: Here's the thing. Out
1: of all people in that show.
0: I'm going to connect. I have another unpopular opinion I'm going to mention, but I'm going to connect it back to this last one. Um, another one is Katara is actually an incredibly selfish human being. And this person's saying that she was the worst character in the whole series. I am a guitarist Stan. I identify with her. I love her so I don't see that. I think if anything she is very selfless for her age. Can we can we like just reiterate reiterate the fact that she's a teenager and she's lost her mom and that was really traumatic for her and yeah, it gets annoying and, and repetitive with how much she mentions it like I get it. but it's also like if you were in her spot, put yourself in her shoes. How would you respond? Like wouldn't you feel hurt from that? Wouldn't that be kind of like a driving force for you to like press on and and figure out who you are? I mean, like your mom's gone, your dad's gone, you know. Like I Amy's mean, not dead, but he's he's trying to fight a war while you're a teenager trying to figure out who you are. And I think that that's the thing with Katara and Zuko is it's her nature to be a mother. It's her nature to take care of people and, and want to help them. <laughs> Zuko does he he I think he he craves that kind of feeling because he's lacked he's lacked it and Katara brings that to him but I also think that that's not her like coming on to him or being attracted to him I think it's just her nature
1: but also if you look back through all of the episodes where they're ever in danger life or death situation like pay attention and really analyze Katara's reasoning for things and and the fact that she is usually the, like, she has, she comes up with plans mm-hmm. most of the time before anyone else. Or, like, even in the desert, she was, like, literally the one to get them out of it. Mm-hmm. You can see her in the front of the line. She's, like, trudging along, literally pulling them in a line.
0: Yeah. Katara's very strong. I don't think she's selfish. I think she's, I mean, everyone's selfish. And I think that's just part of who she, her age, you know? But I don't look at her and think like, wow, she's such a bad character. Yeah. I think people I think a lot of it is I know I identify with her. So I feel like I can understand why she does the things she does or why her character is that way. And I think a lot of people that are bothered by her are bothered by people that are like her in real life. So um you probably wouldn't like me too much.
1: Is this ignorant to say it's because people probably think she's selfish because she has the right ideas? And because it seems selfish to them, they don't necessarily think it's the right idea?
0: I think that that's true with a lot of stuff. Like, if, if something goes against someone's opinion or belief, it's like automatically they discount that person because they're like, well, no, they're wrong. When in reality, it's just like today's episode. Like, it's just our opinions. If you have a different opinion, it doesn't mean that we're right and you're wrong or vice versa. It's just our opinions and views on it that kind of thing you know all right next one ang taking away ozai's bending is beyond stupid stupid (laughs) (laughs) black pink reference anyone Uh,
1: love to hate me black pink um
0: so here's the thing i've had mixed feelings about this because i understand why Aang did not kill Ozai. I wanted him to kill him so bad, trust me. I was on Kyoshi's side. I'm like, yeah, murder that ho. Like we want him gone. But it is not Aang's nature to do that. And because it's not, and he stayed true to who he was, he was able to spirit bend him, you know? So it it is stupid, kind of. You know, it is kinda of like, really? Like I wanted him to die. I wanted him to burn in his own fire bending forest. What
1: is it? What is it with animation and just fight scenes in general where people think if the outcome isn't good enough for them, it they don't like it discredits the entire fight. Mm-hmm. So the entire fight could be phenomenal, the best top tier ever, but if the conclusion isn't what they wanted or expected, it's like, it's just that's it for them. They don't like it at all. But I'm not necessarily a fan of Aang taking his bending away, but I thought that the fight was... Amazing mm-hmm. and phenomenal.
0: Yeah, I thought it was a really good animated, exciting moment for us to watch. Um,
1: I unpopular opinion, probably not though. Azula and Zuko's fight was way better than Aang and Ozai's. Oh, it though. is, it's <laughs>
0: because you've been waiting the entire series for. It. I mean, you have for Aang and Ozai, but like
1: in the music, you they see put more,
0: on yeah, you see more of Zuko and azula's personality so you're, you're like yeah
1: if you literally see the clash of flames like... mm-hmm.
0: um next one we're going to talk about is ang choosing katara over the avatar state is a mistake i mentioned this to isaac and i said i don't believe that's true because he would not be where he's at if he didn't do it in that moment but I—I I mean, here's the thing. When I watch that, it is bothersome in the moment where you're like, "Come on, you can unlock all your chakras and and move on to where you need to be to truly be at the avatar in the avatar state. I've Control never, it.
1: I've never been in love, but I'm assuming when you love someone, you're willing to do anything for them, even if it means to cut that part out mm-hmm. of your avatar existence.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're willing to go to the ends of the earth. And letting go of something like that is not even, like, a question in your mind. You're like, okay, no, I can't let this person go. And, I mean, eventually he does. You know, eventually he did that moment where he's like, when he dies, he's like, goodbye, Katara. <laughs> and then he dies, so it was like, for no reason. Um, but, yeah, I don't agree with that one. Um, Let's see. The next one. Azula deserves some redemption, too. Now
1: here's I the used, thing. I used to be a huge fan of redemption arcs. Like I thought you could redeem every single villain, and yeah, there is a way around it. But not every villain needs redeemed.
0: Azula, in my well, opinion, Azula, in my opinion, is not a character to be redeemed. That is not her nature. And if they were to redeem her in some sort of way, I would not feel right about it. I don't. I do not believe that she's a villain to be redeemed. It doesn't stay true to who she is. That we see, like who we see throughout the entire series. If if she all of a sudden was to be like, like it would be like Kuvira, like the same situation with her, where you're like, really, you're letting you're letting go that easy.
1: See, I think Kuvira could be redeemed. The only reason I don't think Azula could be redeemed is because she has no traits or qualities that are human
0: yeah she's literally a psychopath yeah like she doesn't
1: have any redeeming qualities i guess i should say all the
0: feelings you see from her in the show are fake it is manipulation and a mask that she puts on to get people to do what she wants it's the not it's emotion, not real
1: she, Emotions she feels is like anger and like satisfaction but that satisfaction comes from like evil things yeah that's not redeemable to me.
0: Yeah, she's not a redeemable character, and I'm I don't want her to be. I love her as a villain. I think she's one of the greatest villains of villains, and I don't want her to be redeemed.
1: Yeah, I think it's like it should be a testament mm-hmm. for villain characters if she wasn't redeemed.
0: Next one. Sokka is the glue of the squad, but no one gives him any credit. I'll let you take this one.
1: I don't really know how I feel about this one. Um, I would say Him and Katara are the glue of the squad. Um, I think there is times where it might feel like he's not getting credit solely because he's not a bender. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do feel like he gets the credit that he needs. Sokka is just such a great
0: character. I love Sokka. I feel like a lot of people love Sokka. So I don't really see where he's not getting besides like you said he's not a bender but even Sokka he might he might mention it a few times in the show but he doesn't seem to be bothered by it because he's an inventor he's extremely smart like he helps the group in so many other ways but I wouldn't I'm not going to go as far to say that he's the glue of the group
1: I feel like I identify with Sokka a little bit in the sense that it's like people might think that you're just the dumbest person but you have some qualities where it's like, I actually kind of know what I'm talking about, guys. Like, please listen to me. Um, so I feel like it might be looked at as if he's not getting credit because of that. hmm um, And I don't really understand why. Because, because he makes those jokes, it makes him kind of seem dumb, at least in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It, it for me it makes when he like invents things or solves a problem even more greater he's, than another character hello really.
0: there's like multiple episodes where he's definitely getting credit for the invented inventions he's making even Aang is like wow what would we do without you you know like he gets credit so i don't really understand that one I mean, I think Sokka is a great character. I wouldn't be upset if they gave him more credit, but yeah. I don't think that he didn't get any, you know, or enough.
1: Even though he's not a bender, he has literally proven that he's just as strong as them. Yeah. Or smart.
0: Exactly. Next one. This is a weird one. I hadn't seen this one until I looked this up. Zuko should not go through his whole emotional evolution just to end up with me i am a huge zuko and may shipper will forever be i think may is a great character i feel like she is just as emotional as zuko is she just masks it more like she here's the thing is zuko had to go through that emotional evolution because look at his past look at his life he had to go through that to get to where he is May on the other hand did not have the life her parents are still married. She has this family that seem I mean no one's family is perfect, but you know what I mean like she didn't have to deal with the things that Zuko did, so she doesn't need this huge emotional revolution to fill I mean I mean to fill the way that Zuko does. Right. And I think she is an emotional character, but she doesn't display it like everyone would like her to.
1: I don't like the way that opinion was worded because it kind of, to me, makes it seem like that person is just saying, like, May is trash. She's, she doesn't deserve that validation. She doesn't, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like, for me personally, when I see May in the show, I definitely get, like, strong female vibes. I've never seen a weak moment with her. Um, and she doesn't really get, because she's not very very emotional, you don't ever really see her be bogged down by things you know Mm -hmm. she always finds a way around it Mm -hmm. and the fact that she was strong enough to stand up against Azula on her own without even without even conversing with Tylee she didn't even know if Tylee would go with her
0: I just want to say I was going to point that out the only time you see May really be like you see emotion from her is with Zuko so that right there tells you like they bring out the emotion in one another like you should when you're she
1: was willing to die for Zuko exactly. in that moment. But
0: when she goes when she goes to Boiling Rock and she sees him in prison, she literally is like, Why did you leave this letter for me? Like she's distraught, you know, like she is heartbroken. And then she betrays Zula, who is extremely strong, a lot stronger than she is, for like Zuko, you know? I love Zuko more than I fear you.
1: That line right Ooh. there just tells you that
0: that's... I'm getting goosebumps. Like, the fact that she said that, like, she loves Zuko more than she fears Azula. And I, think- I would freaking fear the crap out of Azula. I do. And she's not even real. <laughs>
1: you have nightmares about it. <laughs> I'm her. like, no. May is so underlooked. She's so underrated. Mm-hmm. Even Tylee gets way more praise than May.
0: Um, I'm going to only do... We're going to wrap this up soon. So I have a couple more I want to talk about. Suki should be showered with way more love and recognition. Absolutely. I think this, I if you don't agree with that, I really don't want to know your opinions on Avatar. But that's that's really far. But Suki is has to be like, I think she is like my favorite character. And I think she's just like Sokka in the way that she can prove herself and hold her own without any bending. And I just absolutely love her. I wish that they would have mentioned her in Legend of Korra. I, yeah, I
1: don't know why they did it.
0: I just love her character so much. I would love to have a spin off show about the Kiyoshi Warriors with Suki in it. Like, I just love her that much. I don't know why people hate on her. She's it might such be a great character. It might be she's
1: so plain Jane or Mary Sue compared to the rest of them. Like, what is her personality, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, she has things to offer, but compared to the rest of them, there's not really... I feel like there's not really anything that you could latch onto that's like, yes, I go through that, or that's me, you know, in a character. Mm-hmm. She's just kind of, I'm a good guy, which is cool, and I love Suki, but she does fall short in the whole...
0: Like, personality type.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of that is we didn't get to see her develop as a character because mm-hmm. she didn't get enough screen time, which is makes sense because she's just a side character. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: This is gonna be the last one. It relates to Suki again. I just wanna talk about this because it's talked about a lot. Yue is way better, a way better match for Sokka than Suki. Okay, Yue had two episodes with Sokka and they kissed. Wow, oh my gosh, how amazing. Suki though matches Sokka's like personality and energy so much better. Like, I think is gorgeous. I think her character is so sweet. I love the concept of her, the idea of all of it.
1: The fact that she sacrificed her entire life for the, the world. The fact that
0: she's the moon. Like, love it. Here for it. But Suki... Which in
1: that moment, even the Avatar was having troubles doing.
0: Yeah. Exactly. What a Suki,
1: selfless though? character...
0: Oh yeah, I'm not gonna say she's not. I think she's a great character, but I'm just saying for Sokka, like really, we're gonna sit here and be like, oh no, my I gosh, can't see them you wait, you wait, yeah, Sokka. That's not
1: Sokka. yeah,
0: that's not Sokka. Like I feel like Sokka looked at her and was like, hey girl, I want to get with yeah, you, but I, I don't want to like be it was more with like you. A, it's his first real feelings for a girl, Like a
1: booty call more than yeah. like a, a relationship.
0: Yeah, Suki is like a, I'm gonna put you in, I'm gonna put you in your place, Suki's but like
1: here for the long haul.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Whereas
1: Yue is... Well, Sokka's trying to get to her. But Yue might be led on by him. Yeah. I mean, she literally left her fiancé. She
0: left her fiancé for Sokka. Two episodes, guys. Two episodes.
1: If that was your fiancé.
0: True, but I'm just saying two episodes and this is where we're at. Like, we're going to worship these two... Like, Sokka and her together based off of two
1: episodes? I don't necessarily think it's worshipping. I just think... She's I've so... seen I've
0: seen the memes.
1: <laughs> see, she is such an intriguing character. Think about it. Yeah, you don't ever get to see royalty from the Water Tribe at mm-hmm. all. So when you finally do, it's like whoa! And the fact that she literally is the Moon Spirit. Mm-hmm. Like I need more lore. You know what I mean? I need more of this character. Yeah,
0: I agree. I yeah, I'm a fan of hers. I just don't think she's the right match for Sokka.
1: No, me either.
0: Well, guys, this is where we're gonna end it, wrap it up. I hope you enjoyed this. Let us know what you guys think. We want to know your opinions. And all jokes aside, if you guys don't agree with us, we're not gonna. It's not like we are gonna take it personally. We don't really care. Like yeah, I hope like,
1: you guys don't take these personally. Yeah. I know we could come off as like passionate or like mean, but that's just because we have thought about these things. Yeah,
0: and we're and we're joking. Like, if you don't agree with us, we're not gonna think like. Wow, are you serious? But I'm just... If you guys have different opinions, I'm curious. Like, explain to us why... I love to hear other people's opinions because you may explain something that I never noticed before.
1: Yeah, I want someone to change my mind.
0: Yeah. I, I, as much as, as stubborn as I am, I love to see other people's point of view of stuff because you grow as a person. And it's also interesting to see stuff you've never seen before. You know? So...
1: And there is so many facets to each character's. Personality and growth, so it, every I feel like anything could be plausible mm-hmm. within those confines of what that character is capable of. Yeah. But anyways, that is this week's episode for Let's Talk Avatar. Yeah. I am Isaac. I'm Rachel. And we will see you whenever we see you next. <laughs> I can't. Re- I we can't guarantee. make any promises
0: with how crazy everything's been, but. Yes, thank you guys for sticking around and continuing to listen. We really appreciate it. We love you guys, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find us on our website at nonessentialmedia.com, on Twitter at let'savatar, and on Instagram at Let's Talk Avatar. Join us next week for another episode. And as always, thank you so much for all your support.